Bible says in 1 John chapter 1 and verse number 5, This then is the message which we have heard of Him and declare unto you that God is light. And in Him is no darkness at all. I thought in another place the Bible teaches that God is a consuming fire. Another place we find that Moses uh, couldn't even look upon the Lord uh, except his hinder part and he came down and his face was such a glow. Thank God for the light of God. Amen. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar and His Word is not in us. You can be seated. Father, good God in heaven, Lord, as we humbly bow in Thy presence this morning, Father, we thank You, Lord, for what our hearts have felt Father, we thank You, Lord, for what our ears have heard. Father, we thank You this morning for what our eyes have seen. Father, we thank You this morning for men, women, boy, and girl that have gathered together on this beautiful morning to worship the name of the Lord. Father, I pray this morning that You'd help us, Lord, to have written upon the frontlets of our eyelids, Lord God. Help us, Lord, just as the Levitical priest had engraved on the mitre upon his head, holiness unto the Lord. Father, we pray this morning that You'd help, Father God, Your people, Lord, to be holy, to live righteously. And Father, help us, Lord, to continue the old-time way. I pray, Your God, Lord, You'd cleanse our minds and empty us of self and fill us with Your Spirit. God, I pray that You'd save the sinner, reclaim the backslider, and encourage each child of God. We love and thank You. We give You glory and honor. Help us, Lord, we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning for just a few minutes of time, I want to look, I could look at, my goodness, these, these uh, a month worth of preaching in these five verses, but uh, don't get nervous. We're just going to concentrate on verse number nine this morning, and we want to point out uh, just a few things, and we'll try this morning, if we can, uh, to be obedient unto the Lord, but we want this morning uh, to be mindful of where we are, and what I mean by that this morning is recognize this morning we're in a... Uh, we're in a society that uh, does not, uh, as a whole, does not give heed to the Word of God. And we understand this morning that a preacher and I this morning could preach for a couple hours, no doubt myself, uh, just in this one verse of Scripture. But we also recognize that uh, if the preacher is on too long, or if the preacher preaches too hard, or if the preacher hoes in my garden, some of us will just reach up and Adjust the knob. Amen. I, I know what I'm facing this morning. We're facing the enemy of God this morning. Uh, that's a demonic spirit this morning. Uh, we see this morning in verse number 9, we see the Bible says if we confess our sins, uh, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness this morning we see that we can uh, we see the confession of our sins this morning and now let me just say this I don't aim to upset anybody's uh, apple cart okay 
I don't aim to tell anybody you got rotten apples on the cart this morning. But I do aim this morning to stay in the book. The Bible says this morning if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Not one time does that Scripture say that if we go and confess our sins to another man. It just simply says if we confess our sins, let's not make it harder than it is. Let's keep it simple. Amen? Let's just take the Word of God literally for what the Word of God says. Sometimes I think we read too much into, well, I wonder what God was saying. He just simply said if you confess it, He forgive it. Amen? The Bible says this morning in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, I, I want you to know this morning that that statement, confess our sins, it just simply means that if we admit our sins, if we acknowledge our sins, oh preacher, what are you saying? I'm just simply trying to point out this morning that the psalmist said in Psalms 51, 3, he said, for I acknowledge my transgression. In verse 4 he said against thee and the only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. Hey, can I stop right here and tell you that if your children grow up to be alcoholics, it's not your fault. Now let me explain what I mean by that. You say, preacher, what exactly are you saying? Understand this morning, honey, that if I'm an alcoholic, I can't blame it on my daddy. I make my own decision. Amen. You say, preacher, did your daddy drink? Yeah, my daddy drunk. But my daddy got saved, thank God. And you understand this morning, I've got to make a decision. You've got to make a decision. I've got to confess against thee and the only have I sinned. My sin is not my daddy's fault. Your sin is not your daddy's fault. Your sin is your fault today. He said, confess your sin. (laughs) My, my, my. The, The prodigal son said that he would rise up and go unto his father. And say, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Proverbs 28, 13 said, But whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Can I tell you this morning, God will not bless over sin. Preacher, you got Bible for that? How about old brother Aiken? Oh, Brother Aiken, he took uh, the uh, tainted things that God told him not to touch, uh, of the silver, uh, of the gold, uh, of the jewels, uh, and he took it back and he buried it uh, in his family's tent, uh, under the floor of the tent. uh, And the Bible teaches that, thank God, the man of God called him out. Uh, You understand this morning, uh, if there's sin in our camp, uh, then we're not able. Well, preacher, why? What brought it to the point that God uh, laid that man of God under? to the point where he called him out. They went against AI. And you understand this morning they were defeated. They lost several thousand men. Honey, do you realize this morning that your sin 
will affect others. Amen. Do you realize this morning, Mommy and Daddy, that your sin can affect your children? Do you realize, Mommy, that your sin can affect your daddy, can affect your husband? Do you realize this morning, honey, that when there's sin in our life, honey, it... Now listen to me a minute. I want you to understand, honey, the Word of God teaches, honey, that as soon as you sin, God doesn't cast you out. Your sonship is not destroyed, but your fellowship is. And you realize this morning, well, preacher, how can I lose what I've got with the Lord? Well, let me just say there's many ways that you can lose the blessings of the Lord. Honey, but I want you to know that there's only one sin that God will not forgive, and that is sin of the blasphemy of the Holy Ghost of God. Well, what's that mean? That means that if you refuse to acknowledge, if you refuse to ask for forgiveness, then God will not forgive that sin. Honey, neighbor, I want you to know God will forgive adultery. God will forgive alcoholism. God will forgive lying. God will forgive stealing. God will forgive murder. But God will not forgive unless we acknowledge. We're living in a world that everybody's always right. He said, confess your sins. Then I want you to look in that verse. He said, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. What is that, preacher? That is the compassionate forgiveness of God. Amen. How about in Lamentations 3, Brother Butcher 22 and 23? He said, It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. Thank God because His compassions fail not. Do you realize this morning, neighbor, that if you got what you deserved, it'd be hell. If you got what you deserved, honey, a little white lie. It'd be over. Do you realize, honey, that if you Christian got what you deserved every time you looked at somebody with the heart of adultery, it'd be over. But we've got a Christ holy God in heaven. Honey, that's got compassion. Honey, whenever we confess and whenever we acknowledge that we've done wrong and we can run to Him and He will forgive. Preacher, I just don't know that I can go with that. Am I in the book? (laughs) You realize this morning that, thank God, we see the compassion. Not only do we see the confession of our sins, we see the compassionate forgiveness. Honey, but I want you to look with me at the latter part. And I'd like to spend the next 48 minutes. Now, don't get nervous. And I'd like to look at this statement. Cleansing of all our sins. That word cleanse means to purify, to make clean, to remove filth, to remove foul matter of any kind. (laughs) You ever had uh, spoiled milk in your refrigerator? At least two of you have. (laughs) See, there comes a... You get that milk cut, whether you get a quarter, a half gallon, or a gallon... (laughs) And uh, we buy the red stuff, uh, the red cap. Uh, we get, uh, thank God, we don't want no skinny down stuff. Uh, we get the good stuff. It's got the meat in it, amen. Uh, you realize it comes with an 
expiration date. Amen. And there will get to a point when that expires. It's still okay, all right? Honey, but after that and that milk spoils, it lets off an odor. And you know what you've got to do? You've got to cleanse the refrigerator. Amen. How many of you know this morning, honey, that whenever the Levitical priest would go in, honey, he'd walk past that. He would take the sacrifice. He'd take the blood off of the altar. He would go to the labor. He would clean his hands up. He would clean the blood. Well, why did he have blood on him? Honey, because it is a violent thing to take the life of an animal. And that blood sometimes would get on him. And they would go inside to the holy place. And they would go. There would be the table of the, the table of showbread. And then on the other side would be the menorah. The lampstand, the seven lamps. Then there would be right against the curtain, if you will. There would be the, the altar of incense. And that incense, it would offer up a sweet-smelling savor into the nostrils of God. And do you realize this morning that if there is sin in our life, that is not a sweet-smelling savor into the nostrils of God. God cannot look on sin. Amen. Do you realize this morning, God will not hear your prayer if there's sin in your life unless you confess that sin. Understand this morning that we've got to cleanse our life. We confess it. We receive the compassionate forgiveness of God. And then there must be a cleansing. What's that mean? It means to sanctify. You take that same refrigerator. I don't have any idea where this comes from. I didn't come with the milk on my mind. <laughs> and there may even be a time they had to put a box of soda powder. Some of you youngins won't know what that is. And it would absorb that foul stench. <laughs> Can I tell you <laughs> that he absorbed the foulness of my stench?
prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. How many of you realize this morning, honey, the Bible teaches in Job 17 and 9, the righteous also shall hold in his way. And he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. Amen. What does that mean? If you live a consecrated life, if you live a life of separation, if you live a life where you're not dilly-dallying around, where you're not seeing things you ought not see, where you're not listening to things you ought not hear, you can grow closer to the Lord and you'll get stronger in the Lord. We need to cleanse the life that we're living in. Bible asked the question in Psalms 24, Who shall ascend up unto the hill? And the answer is given. He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Understand this morning, the psalmist said again in Psalms 51, after he's confessing unto the Lord, he said, Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin." Same chapter, Psalms 51 and verse 10. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit. Preacher, that's that's awful good scripture this morning, but it just doesn't apply to me. I'm sure glad so-and-so's here. You realize this morning that the Word of God is absolutely more up-to-date in this morning's newspaper. And if the Word of God is dialing your phone and your phones are ringing, you better answer. Preacher, that's awful harsh preaching. You understand this morning, you can be saved. Understand? You can be saved and you've got the sonship relationship with Christ. There can be things come in your life, but it will destroy the fellowship. Man, oh man, some of you feel uncomfortable. You couldn't feel as uncomfortable as I feel this morning. I'm telling you, I've been a nervous wreck this morning. And I'll be honest with you. I don't know a time that I have been as tore up as I have been this morning. God was working on me. He gave me another scripture I preached last week about on the front lines. Remember that? The Lord gave me what I thought throughout this week was the prisoner of war message. And I thought, all right, Lord, we've got it. I've studied it. And then Friday night, the Lord said, you remember that Scripture that if we confess our sins, and He spoke it to me personally. He didn't quote it to me. He didn't quote it to me that He is faithful. He said, I am faithful and just. Church, we've got to be in a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I cannot get to heaven by mom and dad's relationship with the Lord. You can't get to heaven by the pastor's relationship with the Lord. See, I couldn't carry your water. You've got to do it on your own. Preacher, are you saying that that if I uh, refuse to confess that I will backslide on the Lord. That's just the beginning of it. That's just the beginning of it. When backsliding comes, 
it brings a spiritual death. It brings a spiritual destruction. The foundations that were once laid, the foundations that were once, the cornerstones that were once placed with such precision, you've destroyed the house. You've destroyed, amen, neighbor. I'm still preaching. We find the building that was built by the wise master builder has been vacated. And now what happens? We find the scripture says that uh, after they've entered, in, entered out into it, that one has come and swept and cleaned, that it is seven times worse. Amen. That ain't the Reader's Digest version. That's the book. You backslide on the Lord, you'll be seven times worse than you were before you were saved. Now, preacher, I just don't believe it. We'll just have to agree to disagree. I believe the book. You know what I want for my life? I want my life to be clean. Brother Adam, not just cleaner. I want my life to be clean. You know what happens whenever, uh, help me Lord, uh, somebody goes to have a, uh, uh, one of those exams wherever they go up in your backside? Well, some of you catching up with me. I was trying to think how to say it. <laughs> they give you a gallon of... You know what that does? That cleans you out. Some of y'all nervous. <laughs> Lord, help this bunch. <laughs> this right here, it'll clean you out on the inside too. Well, preacher, I thought I was cleaned by his word. That's the first step. Kelly, get us a song, please. Let me leave you with this last scripture. Well, let me give you two last scriptures. She's walking that way, ain't she? She's thinking about walking that way. Church, you've got to want it bad enough. I mean, either you're satisfied doing what we've been doing, or you've got to want more out of your spiritual relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. There was a leper that came to Jesus in Mark... 1 and 40, beseeching him and kneeling down to him and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, or is that compassion? Put forth his hand and touched him and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. Church, all you got to do is ask him. And let me, let me tell you how to stay clean. Write this down or jot this down. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15 and verse 30. This is where the Lord Jesus is talking about being hooked up. Amen. The vine and the branches. He said, now ye are clean 